1: Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene.
2: Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz, edition number 351 where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us live here today on Cranberry Radio, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very, very special welcome to you as well. And today we are going to be talking with Preston Holland, Director of Business Development for Brand Verity, The Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Award winner for Tool of the Year at this most recent uh, Affiliate Summit event in uh, beautiful uh, or wonderful Las Vegas. Now, before Preston joins us, just a quick shout out, if I may, to a rock star coaching client of mine, Brad Axelrad, who... I have had the good fortune of assisting over the last couple of months uh, in the development of his brand new podcast entitled Face Your Dragon. And it's a podcast that's deadly serious about uncovering whatever is holding you back from taking the leap into greater success in business and in life and totally breaking free. And I will tell you the production quality. Of the show and the information being shared within it is exceptionally good, and I gotta again uh, say congrats to uh, Brad Axelrad who's done just a, a fantastic job putting uh, this this uh, groundbreaking podcast together. And you can, uh, if you'd like to take a listen, and I would encourage listeners to do that, is head over to uh, FaceYourDragon forward slash podcasts. And if you happen to be curious about developing a podcast of your own, I did get the opportunity recently to talk with Brad about his journey on developing his show. And you can find out uh, everything that he had to share about that on my other podcast over at podcastingmastery.com. And it's entitled Building a Dream Lifestyle as a Podcaster and What It Really Takes to Put Together a First Class Show. And you'll find that uh, at podcastingmastery.com. Now, today, I'm here with Preston Holland. As I said, he's the Director of Business Development for Brand Verity. Brand Verity provides services that protect brands and ensure that their marketing partners are on-brand and are, of course, compliant. They also, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, just won the Tool of the Year Award at Affiliate Summit 2017 in Las Vegas. No small feat considering the size of this industry. And we, if you recall a couple episodes back, we had uh, Preston on with Eric Nagel and we talked about the importance about FTC disclosures in the affiliate world in episode number 448, where we talked about advertisers and affiliates uh, being able to save themselves a world of hurt by understanding the right way to disclose an affiliate relationship. And I encourage you to have a listen to that if you haven't uh, already, and you'll find that episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB 448. Preston, welcome back to
3: the affiliate buzz. Thanks for having me on the show, James. I'm looking forward to it.
2: And congratulations uh, to yourself and the team at Brand Verity for uh, for winning that very prestigious award uh, at, at the Affiliate Summit. Nicely, nicely done. Before we get into the details of it, let's jump right into the problem that sure. it, that it actually solves. Certainly.
3: Um, so, uh, just to, to clarify, you know, Brand Verity has a, a suite. Um, of, of brand uh, protection tools uh, with a strong focus in the in the kind of um, partner program space. Um, so this paid search tool, um, we were fortunate to um, win the Pinnacle Award, and so we'll kind of focus on that tool um, during, during this talk. Um, you know, if, if there's other issues with brand compliance, um, we certainly may have other options available, um, but I think now it's time to kind of deep dive into the um, paid search product. Um, so The problem that that uh, was originally designed to solve um, is kind of around the interaction between um, a brand, an advertiser's uh, own paid search campaigns, and um, and sharing the paid search space with their affiliate partners. Um, So uh, in paid search in particular, um, branded keywords, so keywords including your brand, maybe your brand name, your, your domain, your brand plus coupon, those types of things. Um, are pretty valuable assets to the brand you know essentially they 've they 've already won um, the interest and and intention um, uh, of the person searching for that brand uh, you know on google um, so the assumption is that when they you know show their ad in the in the top position or you know ideally they 're at their organic listing um, because it costs less yeah. uh, they 're going to capture all that traffic um, when that doesn't work out is when a brand or when an advertiser isn't effectively, um, you know, winning that that search engine results page number one um, ad spot, um, you know, either because they aren't very familiar with paid search space, or um, they aren't able to kind of cull some of the competition around branded keywords. Um, you're going to be competing on branded keywords typically with your competitors because they assume that if someone's searching for a similar product um, that they also make, then you know maybe that's a a potential conversion that's up in the air still, um, you know that's within the search engine policy uh, rules. It's it's fine to bid on on competitors, um, you know, in, in the U.S. And, and most of Europe at least. Um, but you know what the search engines won't uh, won't help you with is um, managing your affiliate partners in paid search. Um, the idea is that some brands um, don't run a paid search campaign at all. So without their affiliates helping drive traffic even on branded keywords, they would otherwise miss out on that traffic. So so for them, that's a huge value add. Others allow affiliates to bid on some keywords, but reserve other branded keywords for their own um, paid search team. And the search engines don't want to be, you know, they're a technology provider. They don't want to be in the middle of it and look into each advertiser's rules and try and, you know, be the arbitrator of, of what's right and what's wrong. They basically say if you have a You know, material relationship. If someone's a partner, reseller, an affiliate, whatever, um, you work that out with them. And so, um, so advertisers will typically, you know, put in their um, their affiliate policy what their rules are when it comes to paid search. Um, But you know, like a a police force, uh, you know, a set of laws is only as um, applicable if if you have a means to enforce them. And the paid search space is such a big world that you can really target, you know, city-specific locations, time of day down to very small windows, uh, device type, Um, you know, maybe someone can target Chicago, um, Bing Mobile between, you know, 10 p.m. and and midnight uh, every Sunday, and even if they're breaking the rules, you know, they'll likely never get caught. So it's kind of a you don't know what's out there because you can't really um, monitor uh, at scale, uh, manually. It's, it's nearly impossible. So our tool was designed to help advertisers um, enforce their paid search rules um, and basically by creating kind of a net of uh, uh, broad searching uh, that that really emulates what the user experience with the customer experience of searching for that brand is like, what ads you see. Um, and then if we see ads that violate the, the program for any reason, those are the ones that we kind of flag up and serve for the advertiser on our platform and say, um, you know, take a look at these partners, um, you know, the appropriate action may be to tell our system whitelist them. These guys are actually approved to do so, or you know, contact them and say, "Hey, we found this ad. Please adjust your your campaign." Uh, so, so that's what it's really all about is um, enforcement of your your paid search rules.
2: So, how how big a problem is this for 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 advertisers? And I can understand. And I've been, you have know, experienced to myself where a brand of course wants to lock down their, their brand for themselves. Because as you said, if they've already won the minds of the consumer and somebody just heads over and types in their brand name, or maybe their brand in a product, they should get that result because the intention of the searcher is to find the brand. They're not finding them because of a recommendation from an affiliate partner right. or from somebody who's referring them through. But how big a how big a problem is it for for brands that are not on top of this? Because I could imagine it's taken directly from their bottom line.
3: Exactly. So um, the issue is, and I should also back out and say this isn't just for brands. For example, um, we we work with with a lot of affiliates, uh, you know, coupon sites that um, will uh, you know give an advertiser uh, a premium kind of real estate on their landing page uh in order for the exclusive rights to bid on a brand plus coupon term for a set period of time you know that was uh, a big investment on on the the um affiliates part and they want to make sure that you know their their rights to exclusively bid um on that high converting low cost brand plus coupon term is protected um and so you know so we may work with them in that regard so it's not always uh, just advertisers i, I kind of should should have uh, given that caveat already, um, but you know, just in, in general, when you want to control your paid search campaigns, um, there's a lot of things that people do to optimize their own spend um, and you know increase on a keyword or you know optimize a campaign so that they can just get as good coverage as they can for as little cost. There's there's not that many, um, or, or maybe it's not intuitive um, that compliance actually can can really um, affect the bottom line, as you said. Um, so the idea that if you're competing with an affiliate um, on a branded keyword, for example, and you know some uh, on a branded keyword, your ad says "Click here if to come to our website." Um, one of your partner's ads says, "Click here first before you go to that website and get a twenty dollars uh, coupon, you know which which one are you going to click? And so uh, you also said that that you know the affiliate channel, the, the greatest thing about it is it's a value add for advertisers. It reaches audiences that that they wouldn't be able to reach into. Um, and kind of the trust that affiliates have built with those audiences allows them to kind of present the brand with a very warm lead and say, we recommend this, go check it out. Um, and so, so that value add thing is, is kind of what the, the channel is all about when it's competing. Um, that kind of, you know, does a couple bad things. A, it can turn traffic, uh, that was very likely going to convert directly either through the brand's paid search ad, um, for the cost of a click or through the organic, um, organic listing, um. So, you know, just kind of the loss of the ability to um, capture the the conversion in the cheapest way or the cheapest channel. um, it also raises the cost of uh, bidding on your own brand of keywords because you are essentially competing with everybody else that are bidding on those keywords. Mm-hmm. So, to the extent that you can control that, you're going to lower your your cost per clicks um, on on those same keywords by removing that competition. Um, so it's you know it can be it can be a large issue depending on on the advertiser and what their program looks like um you know the, there's some black hat um behavior that's that uh, we we refer to as hijacking yep. um where the affiliate instead of you know maybe maybe a couponer you know doesn't have a campaign set up quite right and they end up advertising on brand plus coupon the brand says hey can you negative match our, our brand name in your campaign and you know it's all water under the bridge sometimes people are intending um to represent themselves as the advertiser so they'll place a paid search ad that says we are advertisercom click here. The user thinks that it's seeing the ad belonging to the advertiser, clicks it, um, is redirected through affiliate tracking links so that, you know, commission is attached. And the customer experience, you kind of never really notice a difference. You land on the advertiser's page as you expected to. You probably aren't really looking, you know, to see if you have a cookie active or to see what the URL looks like. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's really just uh, giving a commission to someone who was trying to come directly. So, eliminating those can save uh, you know a, a whole bunch of money
2: so for those really looking to control their their paid search campaigns
1: more affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited, so contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Sales at cranberry.fm.
0: Where affiliate marketing gets its buzz and mobile has its presence. Cranberry Radio, online anytime at cranberry.fm.
1: Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene.
2: I'm here with Preston Holland, Director of Business Development for Brand Verity, Uh, the Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Award Tool of the Year winner for 2017 uh, at Affiliate Summit. In uh, in January, now Preston, let's talk. You mentioned a little bit about black hat uh, hijacking. How serious a problem is that in 2017?
3: Sure. So um, it's certainly not the the same uh, order of magnitude as it was, say, 10 years ago, um, when really no one was policing and it was kind of a wild west channel. Um, I think there's been a lot more, um, you know, education, a lot more people involved in. The affiliate channel and kind of understanding how that channel interacts with other um, digital ma- marketing channels, and um, and I think that hijacking is kind of one of the things that people who are doing their due diligence on setting up an affiliate program um, kind of run into pretty quickly as as something to kind of consider. And you know, there's there's certain um, uh, brands, of course, that you know have. More um, sensitive uh, brand images, either because they are, you know, a luxury high end brand or you know, medical or consumer finance, so- something where um, you want to know as soon as anybody who's not you is saying that they're you, um, and maybe there's a regulatory component or something like that. You want to jump on it right away. Um, there's also kind of um, you know like less high priority, I guess you could say, um, say like a retailer who. Um, you know, maybe if they're using our tool, for example, check in every couple days. If someone was brand bidding, you know, they can always adjust um, adjust the, the commissions for the, the time that they saw them doing that, for example. Um, but it really just takes some sort of um, being aware and, and being diligent and, and really checking in on it. And then it seems the people interested in, in kind of doing this, this black hat behavior, um, for the most part, it, you're going to do it until you get caught. And then typically you're going to be removed from a program. So once you realize that an advertiser is actively checking for this thing, it's probably in your best interest to just kind of pack up and move <laughs> on to someone that's not. <laughs>
2: Too bad. Too bad. And for, the, for for the for the advertisers now that I guess are, are maybe new to the space, new to this form of uh, online marketing and tracking and understanding, you you mentioned manually checking this. Mm-hmm. And I could see this would be an impossibility just because of timeframes and just because of the sheer size of it. I don't even know how you would do it. Right. Um, so, how does give us a visual on how the paid search tool works? What the interface looks like? What, sure. what do we have here?
3: So, typically, an advertiser will um, we try to reflect what their affiliate program rules, uh, as it pertains to paid search, are uh, directly in what we call a policy. Um, so policy for us says, what keywords do you ask your partners to not bid on, um, or you know whatever nuances it is. Maybe these keywords aren't supposed to be bid on. These ones um, can be, but only by these two partners. You know these ones can be, but they can't outrank ours. People have very you know s- specific rules based on what they're trying to achieve. Um, we can reflect those rules into our into our tool and say, you know, uh, look at this set of keywords. Um <clears throat> and when we're looking at the set of keywords, we're doing so on all um, uh, major engines. Um, we can we can target any particular market. We have certainly have global um, clients. Uh, so we can look at all major engines globally um, on desktop, mobile, tablet. Um, when we're searching, we want to do so in a way that isn't predictable. Um, so we don't want people to say, oh, Verity checks at the top of the hour, so let's just not run our campaigns then. So there's a lot of randomization. Uh, of of time, of location, um, and, and it's you know it's something that we really actively um, are are swapping out kind of where we're searching from, what what time. It, it's all designed to be random, so it can't be guessed and then avoided. And we also have some proprietary technology in place that lets us um, sort of appear as if a, a regular um, person was searching and, and not a bot, um, because of course there's there's sophisticated. Um, Black Hat affiliates out there Mm -hmm. that may show, you know, skip the the affiliate tracking uh, redirect URL and go straight to the advertisers page if they suspect it's a bot. So we have a lot of stuff baked in um, to specifically kind of get around those problems that are impossible manually.
2: What size of campaign would uh, an advertiser, I guess, or a network uh, need to be running in order to? Uh, need your service, or when when would you recommend that they have a service uh, such as yours?
3: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, so so as I mentioned earlier, we work with advertisers and affiliates. We also work with agencies and with networks. Um, and the way that we support them is kind of all different based on on the the priorities and the needs of the client. Um, for advertisers, we start as small as a three hundred dollar a month subscription. Um, that covers uh, fifteen keywords um, and basically those keywords are safe once we're looking for them. We're going to be searching them multiple times throughout the day um, across all engines. And, and you know, it's, it's typically brands who have an affiliate program um, and have a, a pr- prohibit paid search use uh, in any manner. Unless they're checking it, they might as well not, you know, not have that in the policy mm-hmm. because it's really unenforceable and people are going to test. If there's a way to you know, monetize through paid search without getting um, caught for it, you know, people will kind of start creeping in the space and, until it becomes hard to do so. So I'd say anyone really with an affiliate program, um, then we scale you know all the way up to um, some of the largest companies in the world. Um, and then we also work with networks uh, as a kind of technology piece so that um, if they offer, say, a managed service um, or like a preferred vendor um, to their clients, then we can make that pretty seamless. And, and same with agencies. We have some some uh, relationships directly with, with many of the major agencies and they'll bring on a new client and, uh, you know, compliance will be part of the, the, the pitch. And so as soon as they come on, they'll kind of just set up a new, a new policy with us.
2: I'm here with Preston Holland, Director of Business Development for Brand Verity. And when we return, I'm going to ask Preston to uh, talk a little bit about how much time needs to be invested to, uh, to carefully manage uh, a paid search campaign as far as compliance. We'll do that and more right after the break.
1: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene.
2: Affiliate Summit Pinnacle Award for 2017, the uh, Tool of the Year Award. Now, Preston, how much time uh, does someone need to, and I'm sure there's a lot, this is a wide ranging question, but generally speaking, how much time does uh, someone need to invest? Uh, in managing and controlling their 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 paid search campaign.
3: Sure, great question. So it really depends on the the size and scale of their campaign. You know, there's there's very complex global networks for for massive brands, and um, that's you know a, a coordinated team effort. Where by our tool is is certainly a part of that process, and probably is used nearly daily. Um, there's also just you know, we have clients who probably log in uh, for 20 minutes a week. Um, look through a week's worth of data, um, you know, particularly when, where, when still inside of a, a pay period that they're that they're auditing, um, you know, they're and and it's not a huge deal to catch it as soon as it happens. Some people just casually want to look through and, and make a few adjustments. Um, so I would say anywhere from you know probably uh, daily for, for large advertisers or, or networks or agencies uh, managing multiple relationships, and you know once a week for an hour or less uh, for the typical uh, brand.
2: Now, before I ask you to share uh, your contact information where uh, listeners can obviously find more information about the tool, uh, is there a question that I haven't asked that I should have?
3: Well, I guess one, one final thing I'd say is um, before the break, I, I was saying that if, if advertisers aren't going to be enforcing their rules, they might as well n- not have them. Um, just I want to make one one addition to that point. is you know, My point definitely wasn't that, they shouldn't have them because otherwise all their affiliates will start bidding right away. You know, it with, in any industry or in any setting, the easiest way, uh, you know, to, to succeed is to cheat. And and when you're cheating and when you're allowing cheating to occur in your program, sure, that, that has a, a hit to your financial, um, you know, your your bottom line, which is an issue. But it's also alienating the relationships that you're building with your other affiliates who are playing by the rules, who are, you know, maybe spending that extra time to figure out those non-branded long-tail keywords that they can still, um, you know, be profitable on. Or maybe it's content-creating affiliates who spend a lot of time um, generating new content. And so, you know, when when other people are investing that much in their relationship with you and cheaters are, you know, essentially mm. making the most money in the program, it's kind of sending the wrong signal to to your partners that, that you're investing in, in, in them as well.
2: Now, where can listeners learn more about uh, your tool set?
3: So um, we run free trials of all um, of our tools. Free as in no credit card information up front. We want to make sure that you know exactly what the tool does and it fits with your program before any decision is made. Um, so you can come to brandverity.com um, for more information about any of our tools, including this, this paid search tool. Um, my contact information is Preston, P-R-E-S-T-O-N, at brandverity.com. Um, and really anyone on our team uh, is is always happy to talk. Um, we have a, you know, a sales team that, that regularly will take people just through a, a walkthrough if you have any interest.
2: And we've got about 60 seconds left. Uh, if you could. We talked uh, in the last uh, last time we got together in episode 448 about the uh, you know, affiliate disclosure and the importance of that. And you had shared with us a tool, your FMTC affiliate disclosure plugin.
3: Yes, yeah, so that um, so so um, FMTC, that's the Eric's tool. Um, it looks in a different channel. it's 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 trying to accomplish the same things. Um, making sure that affiliates who are representing your your brand or your products are doing so in accordance to um, you know with your rules. And so um, the one we've been discussing discussing today is paid search. We have tools that look um, at at the content where it actually lives directly on the publisher page. Um, uh, FMTC developed a plugin that, that said, you know, if there's this uh, compliance issue at scale, then use our plugin to put in a bunch of disclosures without having to go through each post. So it's it's really about remediating a different space for the same the same issues.
2: Wonderful. So again, uh, thank you, uh, Preston. Much appreciated, and congrats again for uh, the affiliate summit affiliate summit pinnacle award uh, for tool of the year. Congratulations on that.
3: Thank you very much. We were up against some stiff competition, so we really Uh, wanted to win. I'm
2: sure you were. I'm sure you were, and a big congrats to you. And again, for those who are interested in learning more, you can head over to uh, BrianVerity.com or reach out to Preston and or do both. And I can see that (laughs) we are out of time. Uh, Keep in mind that if there's anything Preston mentioned here that you missed today, that we do take all of the show notes for you, including links to anything we mentioned uh, here. And you can find the show notes for this particular episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB five, sorry, AB four, five, one. I also invite you to come and hang out with us there, uh, here live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time here on Cranberry Radio for the Affiliate Buzz. And a final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted each week to new episodes, I invite you to take a, just a minute right now to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by simply sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. Preston, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. Thanks, James.
0: opinions expressed are those of the
2: hosts and their guests
0: and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of cranberry news marketing and cranberry.fm rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day